accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me. My first time being in a relationship, my first time being married, my first time being in love. Well, hopefully. Experts hit it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I can do this. I don't want to marry a stranger. Oh. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It is the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one and only Teresa right there. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. We're talking to you from the studio on Thanksgiving because that's how much thankful we are for you. And when I say studio, I'm saying John's parents' basement. And it's amazing. <laughs> yes, we are in Connecticut. Yes. We're, on, we're on the ground here in Connecticut keeping our eyes peeled for a couple turkeys known as Darcy and Stacy. <laughs> we have not seen them yet. Speaking of turkeys, guys, happy turkey day, happy tofurkey day, mm -hmm. whatever you guys oh. indulge on oh. and or if you're my dad, happy eggplant parm day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't love that. I don't love it for Thanksgiving, but I love it for me. I, I always indulge in a little eggplant parm yeah, over here. I do. I, I guess like maybe you're right. It's not a Thanksgiving food because it sits next to the turkey. What do you mean it's not a Thanksgiving food? Is it? No, it's not, but I, I didn't understand... You said it's not a Thanksgiving food because it sits next to the turkey? Yeah, you see the turkey. Why would you want to eat the eggplant parm? Because my dad's a vegetarian. Tofurkey. No. <laughs> no. Stop trying to make things that aren't the thing the thing. It's a thing. Just don't eat turkey and have eggplant parm or have a salad or ha whatever. But, like, I hate this whole, well, we're going to recreate something to make it something else. No, just... It doesn't have to be turkey. It can just be whatever it is. Tofurkey is fun to say. Just roll with it. Tofurkey. Turducken is fun to say. To what? I think you shove a duck. And now we're going to make all of our vegetarian and vegan friends upset. You shove a, a duck inside a turkey. <gasps> is that I, delicious or what? I've never had it. That's a little, that's a bridge too far for me. That would co be called tofurkey. Oh, boy. Right? That's what Tracy used to sound like when she came to America about 12 years ago. Well, what my grandma does, not for Thanksgiving because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, her friend mixes ducks and geese. It's a duck geese. Okay. It's good. It's, it's pretty good. Okay. It's, a, it's a, like a gas station, duckies. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys for being here. We're so thankful for you. So thankful for all. All of you, no matter what you eat on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I'm just kidding. I don't care if you eat tofurkey. Who really cares, <laughs> to be honest? Just don't pass it my way. You keep it to yourself. Yeah, give me all the dark meat. <laughs> so, happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for all of you. I'll tell you who I'm not thankful for. Ooh, can I guess? Can I guess? No, I want to say. Okay, you say it. I want to say, because I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going back on my word, but I will say there's only room... On my list of who stinks for one person. And so I'm going to let Cameron slide this episode. He had a decent episode. So Good. He's going to slide. New person on the list. Orion stinks. He does. Orion stinks, Teresa. He does. And here's why. He is so overly sensitive. Yeah. And he cannot take a joke. He cannot take anything lightly. Well, no, no one was joking about anything. That's not, I'm not considering his inability to take a joke why he stinks. Well, that's part of it. And 
guys, I'm not taking away from him. I'm not taking away from who he is, his background. No, that has nothing to do with that. He's just always so serious and so sensitive, like lighten up. Well, it's that for me, but it's really the fact that it's his way or the highway. Either you agree with him and want to do things his way, or he's upset and can't even have a conversation and needs to storm off and cool down and sex is off the table. But uh, there's got to be compromise. Can we come to a compromise once in a while, Ryan? One of Not, our C's. It's one of our main C's. We only have three, and that's <laughs> one of them. It's 33% of our formula for a happy relationship. Uh-huh. But just find a little compromise once in a while. Not everything you disagree with has to be a conversation ender. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's just too sensitive. He does not want to... You're right. He does not want to compromise. He does not want to hear the other person out. And if he's not right, then no one's right. Exactly. So we'll get into all that and more. Before we do, a little housekeeping real quick. If you guys want to hear us talk about 90 Day the Other Way, you can do so on Patreon Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married Reality or MarriedThroughReality.Supercast.com. We're having a good time over there. So come over. Here are thoughts on The Other Way. And also on the Patreon, we have a little chat feature. Yes, and we love that because it's not just us chatting with you guys. It's you guys chatting with each other about all the amazing shows. Exactly. So check it out. Patreon, Supercast. Also, come on over to the Instagram, at Married to Reality Pod. You can message us there. You can hang out there. We post memes, videos. It's a good time. And when it's a we great time. It's a fantastic time. And when we say call in, that's where you can call in if you're not on the Patreon. You can call in on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Yes. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the uh, turkey we're about to eat. No, I was going to no. say flyboarding, but oh. yes, as the turkey too. The flyboarding and turkey. Love it. It's a combination. Super hot. I would Super eat, hot. I would eat the hot turkey, then I would cool down in the ocean after some flyboarding. I would love to do that. We'll do it. I think it would take me a little bit of time to like get up like Emily, yeah. but I would love to try. We'll do it. All right. So Smash Like It's As Hot As That. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love a little love. And if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on our 90-day podcast. Yes. All right. That's the business. Let's do it. I'm getting hungry. I want to have some turkey. So let's talk about this show so we can go eat. Maths, season 17, episode Six. We're we're still in the honeymoon phase. No pun intended. We're literally still on the honeymoon. Yes, things are still pretty good for everyone, but Orion and Lauren, <laughs> they're on the they're on the lo- roller coaster. A bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> Let's start though with Emily and Brennan. I love the time lapse of Emily's injury because last episode was like, well, I fell. Uh, it's all good. I feel okay. This episode, she's walking around with a huge back of ice. She's like, my hand kind of hurts. Next episode, it's going to be like, so I think we're going to have to amputate. There's <laughs> this progression of like, oh, it's not, it's not going good for her hand. Well, she is a trooper. I think there are a lot of women, and we've seen some on their show, who would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to have fun. I'm in pain. You do whatever you want to do. You don't care about my hand. You don't care about my <laughs> hair, which we learn about. This is a whole other struggle. But she's like, no, I mean, it's fine. I have a bag of ice on it. I'll, I'll still have fun. She's probably taking some ice from that bag and throwing it into a cocktail. She's probably. Like, <laughs> doing double duty over there. But, yeah, she does seem like a good sport, and I do appreciate that. She's not, She's not. oh, woe is me. She's getting out there. 
And flyboarding probably is a great alternative to wakeboarding or water skiing if your hand is injured. And so I'm yeah. glad to see that they found something she can do and she's out there doing it, having fun. Not even that, but Brandon says this was on my bucket list and Emily's also down for it. Yeah, let's explore and try new things. And that's one of the big things they connect on. Mm-hmm. And so they can do it. And that's awesome. They're yeah. having a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It looks like fun. We can do it. We can yes. try it. She was having a little bit of a hard time. And once again, I think some people would just give up. Like, I, I don't want to do it. It's like, I look ridiculous. She's like, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep trying. Especially because you're on TV. You got yeah. You got a camera crew. And for your, to put yourself out there and fail, it takes it takes a little bit of courage. Not a lot of people probably want to paint themselves in a clumsy light, but she did. She had fun with it, and I appreciate that. Yes, same here. Okay. Oh, Ryan <laughs> and Lauren. Uh, it's the morning after the extra heated hot tub, and they're gonna try some cooler water today. Yeah, they're at the Springs and Lauren tells us that she didn't sleep in the bed. Like she slept somewhere else. Yeah. But she came back around 5 a.m. So he knew that she's dead. It's like, he didn't know you left? (laughs) I'm sure he did. You can tell she's still not feeling great about how everything went down. But again, she's trying. She's putting her best foot forward and she's out there trying. Yeah. And here's why Orion stinks once again. So they're sitting in the spring, they're talking and he says, yeah, I wasn't upset, but I didn't have all my ducks in a row. Like, is that how you apologize? Like, well, I appreciate what he was saying in the sense that he needed to cool down and collect his thoughts for it to be a valuable conversation. Yeah, but he should have apologized at least for not even like thinking it through and the fact that, wait a minute, like she gave you grace, right? Mm-hmm. You are just shutting her down. He should have said, I'm sorry, I wasn't feeling it. I didn't have my ducks in a row. I hate when people say that. <laughs> Why? Because it's weird. Why would you have ducks in a row? Well, you ever see ducks cross the street? They're always in a row. Yeah. And is that, is that a good thing? I think so. I don't think so. If there is a car driving fast, the last ducks, because they're in a row, they're going to get hit. You think they should do like a more of a scatter technique? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Increase the individual odds. I think ducks in a row, they're more visible. And so they work together as a unit. I think if you do the scatter approach, you're increasing your individual odd of not getting hit. But more likely, one's going to get hit. Exactly. If oh, they man. if they were just kind of all over the place. Like With the duck. You're really every duck for themselves over yeah, there. Yeah, every duck for himself. <laughs> exactly. I don't like this one bit. <laughs> well, anyways, his ducks were clearly not in the row. And... <laughs> And that's why he was acting like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, They both agree, though. Hey, we deal with so much ignorance on a daily basis. It was really Lauren who said we deal with so much ignorance on a daily basis. We shouldn't have to come home and experience that. And I thought that was a great point. Yes. Let's all of our homes should be a safe space where we can come home and unwind from the day and get away from the bullshit. And even more so here, and she brings up that point, and I thought that was a great realization and yes. something to strive for. That like, hey, I want to come home and not deal with this shit. So can we agree to just be cool with each other? Oh, totally. I like Lauren a lot. Like she. Yeah. Is, oh, I can't say a bad word about her. She's great. Yeah. So she's far, very so great. open-minded, very accepting. Orion's well, gonna think differently shortly, but. We'll get to that. I think his ducks will never be in a row. They're going to be just scattered around. Never I think he's going to lose her. a duck or two. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's where shit's going to hit the fan. I don't think they're going to be ducking anytime soon. A duck is going to hit the fan. Claire and Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> um, people just keep inventing new rooms. That's what I realized on this episode. Escape rooms, rage rooms. Now there's splatter rooms. Well, that was like a fun fluorescent paint splatter room. Uh, this room stunk. You go into a room with like black lights and then you just go Jackson Pollock all over a canvas and then all over. E- the room stunk. It Theresa. looks like a ho- like a cheap hotel room when you go there with the blue light. And you turn the black light on uh-huh. and you go, well, we're not getting any sleep tonight. Yeah, we're not sleeping here tonight. <laughs> why, why is there so much splatter on the walls in this mm-hmm, hotel room? Mm-hmm. Uh, room stinks. It'd be my least favorite room to go to. Order of operations for me. I would go escape room. Then rage room, then my bedroom. Why would you go to a rage room? Are you enraged? No, but but I don't know. I I don't need to splatter paint around. Like I don't need to, I don't need to break things. I really, I would be like, oh my gosh, like someone, someone might need it. True. (laughs) (laughs) True. Anyways, they're here at this splatter room. It wasn't the worst, to be honest. They just because they had fun. Here's what I didn't like about it: the whole like we're gonna paint this canvas was like this dumb foreplay where like we're going in pretending we're going to paint this canvas, but then it's like, just kidding, here's paint guns. Get rid of the canvas thing. Just go in there and have a paint fight. No, you got to start slow. Your little foreplay before Yeah, the- because like otherwise you're going to go in and you're going to expect to get a hit. Yeah. No, go have fun a little bit. Like it's let it not- like, let it, let it, let it build <laughs> up. You ever play laser tag? No. Okay. Well, you go in with these guns that shoot lasers. I know like- what it is. Before you go and have the laser gun fight, you don't go into a room with cats and, like, use your gun and the laser pointer to get cats going, like a little foreplay. And then you're like, all right, now that we're all warmed up, let's go have a fight. It's like, no, you go in there and you fight. But you have places to hide. This was just such an open room. That it will That's be why too, it also stunk. It would be too obvious. Also, you can do it with a gator, too, with we the did laser learn. pointer. <laughs> guys, if you haven't seen this video, <laughs> you guys are all well aware that cats love laser pointers. Apparently, gators do, too. Yes. So funny. So Florida. (laughs) So Florida. So, okay, they do their little splatter fight. They go outside to sit and talk, and you can see the bond is starting to form. They they had fun together finally, and that's really all it took for them to be like, you know what? We can get along. We can have fun together. Yes, and I think she also lightened up a little bit, and she admitted it. She says, we're having all these serious conversations, and it's, it's heavy, we need to have fun, too, and this was great. Yeah. So whatever works for them, I support it. Yes. Then we go into these boy boys hang, girls hang. Boys are just sitting at a beach like ducks, not in a row. <laughs> girls are drinking in a pool. That's what I would subscribe to. I'm, yeah, I'm down for that. So Orion asks, how's everyone getting along? And Cameron says, well... Me and Claire, we kind of had a breakthrough moment today. We were able to have fun. We found some common ground through fun. But he says, she's not the best at telling me what she wants. Yeah, but he, at the same time, he says, she's very good at communicating. Like, I thought I was a good communicator. Yeah. I'm not. Like, compared to her. She's a therapist. Exactly. But he says, I'm learning and it's great. But she, she, I think she approaches it as a therapist, but not telling him exactly what she wants. It's so interesting because obviously you guys know my dad's a therapist. It probably is a little one-sided when speaking to a therapist because they know how to get 
you to speak. Yeah. But it's not their job to divulge information. Yeah. It's their di- it's their job to get you to divulge information. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, Claire is probably really good at getting Cameron to open up. Oh, yeah. But she's she's therapist. She's not on the couch. She's in the chair. And so she's not giving too much away. Yeah. And she needs to maybe drop the therapist persona in the relationship and just be an equal. Or she can you can use it as a tool, not to just be one sided, but she can do it for herself too. Mm. Yeah. I when I met your dad for the first time, I was very aware of him being <laughs> a psychologist. So I was like trying to I'm like, okay, you're reading me. I'm reading you too. Yeah. I'm reading you as as hard as you're reading me, okay? Like <laughs> Now we're besties. You, we you both definitely. love tomatoes. We both love nectarines. Mm-hmm. Very much alike. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Orion comes out and says, Lauren is everything he wants in a partner. Well, Spoke he said something. Soon. He said, I don't think marriage is what I expected to be, but Lauren is everything I did. Yeah. So it's- Also, it's too early in the game for you to say whether marriage is what you expected. It, it's... Honeymoon is what you expected it to be or not, but well, marriage, who knows? A hot take. What is marriage? Like marriage marriage is a relationship that you take to the next level, right? So what do you expect from it other than what do you what do you expect from a marriage? You it know de- what I'm saying? It depends what rom com you watched growing up. <laughs> I'm serious. Everyone probably has an idea of marriage based on a movie or a mm. book they read and they're like, That's what I want. I just didn't want you to let me sit in the corner and you never do. What's rom-com is that? Three dancing. Oh, you are a baby though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Brennan says he and Emily are having fun and it's been refreshing hanging out with her. So that is all well and good. Austin stinks. Huh? Austin stinks. I'm not going to go that far yet. I only have one room on the stinkiest of stinkers list. And Orion's holding that position. But Austin... He seemed at a loss for words to explain the relationship. And I know what he says later on to Becca, but I don't know if I buy it. I almost wonder, was this the truth? Him sitting here, not seeming over the moon about the relationship. And then when he's with Becca, he pretends all is well, things are great, we're perfect. Because he kind of seemed hesitant to say really anything positive about the relationship. I don't think so. I think he is very happy with her, but at the same time, he seems like a very private dude. I don't think he necessarily like overshares. I think he's more of like the the jokester, right? The one who goes out and he jokes about yeah. things, but he's not the one who's going to open up and have a hard conversation. And we're going to learn it later. He really is not. Well, the jokey jokey is a defense mechanism. It is. He doesn't want to get deep. He wants to stay surface and be the, the class clown. Well, he's also on TV and I don't think he, like you look at this dude, I don't think he's the, oh, okay, attention on me. I love this so much. What can I do? Like he's the, all right, okay, I'm on TV. What can I share? Not to go too deep. Like I think he is really into her, but if he was going to open up, he'd be like, yeah, everything's amazing. Everything's great. We have no issues. That also doesn't sound too good because I feel like if you are at this stage on the maps when you have no issues, everything's great, you say it out loud, you act on it, things are going to go down the hill. Maybe, but it would also be BS to say we have no issues because we learned you guys haven't talked about anything substantial yet. We thought, I thought they had gotten that stuff out of the way. I would 
ask at the wedding, I would be like, what are you with politics, religion? Because those things are important to me, well, especially here's why, the religion aspect. Here's why I wouldn't necessarily do that in this circumstance is because you guys are already married. It's not really a decision anymore about, well, if we don't align politically or religiously, let's not date. They're married. They want to make it work. And maybe you could build up enough good times and memories and things you like about each other that when you do then find out you don't align on certain things, you're like, well, we love each other so much in these other aspects that I can overlook that we don't align politically or whatever. True, but they still should have talked about it. We know she's Jewish, right? Yeah, she did Mazel Yes. So who is he? I know he's not Jewish, but is he religious? Is he no? Does he go to church? Does he pray? Yeah. Maybe it's his parents. Maybe it's no one. I think I think it's a very important conversation to have. It is an important conversation to have. It's just I don't know when to have it in this circumstance because they are married already. Correct. But you still, you want to make sure you don't offend anyone. And not that he would, but as an example, I know that I offended you, right? But we went to the museum on our second day. <laughs> and yeah. I was I was telling you a story about like I had some Jewish coworkers and they got very... Um, it was post Kanuka. I was, and they get very upset that when we sent out a Christmas card, it had yeah. this like Christmas tree on it. And so for me, I was telling John, I was like, well, I don't get it because it's like post Kanuka and it was you more of like a design tree. Did you know I was Jewish at that? No. Right. And you were like, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. This was our second date. Yeah. And you told me, and I'm glad you did. Not that I would, <laughs> not that I would say well, anything. Well, I was like, well, how did you feel about your Jewish cokers being upset? And you were like, kind of like, I could understand. I could see. And yeah. I was like, all right, well, I'm just to let you know, I am Jewish. And yeah, and but that was a great point because if you didn't tell me that I would I would not know. But and I, 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 you know what? I I would rather hear your authentic feelings and point of view than be like, well, I'm going to, I'm walking on eggshells because I know he's Jewish. You don't have to. No, 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 I would never walk on eggshells, but I would maybe be like, how do you feel about it? I would ask for uh, some feedback, but it was but a second. I still want to know your opinion. It was a second day, which was great. That was the getting to know each other part, right? <laughs> Yeah, and then it wasn't that day, was it, where you reached? It was that day, I feel like, you reached into your pocket and you pulled out a dreidel, <laughs> which sounds like a punchline to a joke, but you really had a dreidel in your- I still have it. <laughs> in your coat pocket because- Well, because half of my family is Jewish. Your uncle through marriage is Jewish. Yeah. And you were out there. Yeah, and, and my cousin gave me a little dreidel I put it in a pocket of my winter jacket. Yeah. Because we went skiing in Utah right before I met you. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Fun. But, I, but that was a good thing we- we talked about it and I told you about a story and then you learned that half of my family is Jewish. Yeah, but my point is I want to be with someone who's not going to make offensive comments. But I didn't. Exactly. But I shouldn't have to tell you, hey, I'm Jewish for you not to make offensive comments. I would just want you to never, regardless of who you're with, make offensive comments. So I get what you're saying, but also I'm saying I shouldn't have to give you a heads up so that you don't oh, offend. No, it's not a heads up. It's literally, let's discuss who we believe or not believe in. Yeah. And I told you, I was, well, check. What is it? What did my dad say? It's Christianity, but it's like Catholics. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but like know. my family is not religious, as you can see, right? So we celebrate Christmas as a tradition, mm-hmm. not as a religious thing. Well, that's something you learned about me too. You didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I don't make offensive comments. Maybe I should have pulled an Orion and asked you, have you ever made, or was it Lauren, have you ever made uh, offensive comments? I, I don't think I have. Yeah. 
Anyways. I'm very, I'm very respectful. And I feel like if I say something ridiculous, it's more so of like me not knowing. Yeah, ignorance. Ignorance, but not <laughs> intentional. I'm not in. When I met you, I was here for what? Five years in the States. And I was living with Greeks. Mm-hmm. So like I knew a lot about the Greek culture. I knew a lot about the Czech culture. I didn't know a lot about other things. Sure. And I learned learning. through you. So. Yeah. All right. Girls hang. The girls are at the pool bar. Yes. Claire is looking for advice on getting physical mm. with Cameron because she admits there was no immediate attraction between them. When she said it, it sounded mutual, but he seems to be attracted to her and always has been. Yeah. And she did too at the wedding. She's like, he's awesome. He's so tall. He's so handsome. Like she was attracted to him. But then some, I almost feel like. Yeah. He changed out of his tuxedo. Yes. And that's what I'm also saying. With the whole naked attraction show, Ugh. I think it's all important the way you express yourself, like clothes and stuff, because it says a lot about you. Yeah. And it adds to the attraction. Totally. So the girls say, well, initiate some contact, touch a knee, brush a leg, and she'll do that later on. She'll take yeah. that advice. But they also told her that he's trying. He puts his arm around her. He's like, and she says, no, he didn't. And they're like, he did. And she's, she realized that she didn't even realize that. Yeah. She was a little closed off to even yeah. acknowledging or yeah seeing. Yeah. Which says something. So Lauren brings up that she was having issues too. And she says, we're in... We're in an interracial relationship. We're trying to understand each other as individuals, but also our cultures. Yeah. And she brings up the hot tub conversation. She didn't get too specific, though, which for me, I'm a curious person. I'm like, what happened? Tell me more. I need to know. Everyone else was kind of just respectful of like, hey, I guess that's yeah. something between you two and you don't feel comfortable divulging. So she didn't. But she says, we're willing to have these hard conversations. That's what's going to make the difference for us. Yes. And I don't know if you picked up on it, but Claire is the therapist for all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is like the better help floating in the pool. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is getting things out of everyone. But I'm glad she also asks for advice for herself. Sure. Becca says, well, Brennan or yeah, Austin and I feel like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's too good to be true. And Claire is like, Emily. You tell me, how does it feel going from single to married? Yes. And Emily's happy too. She's like, I'm taking his lead on the sexy time and all that. I'm trying to build the emotional connection because this is a marriage. And I'm glad she is acknowledging it and not being like, yeah, we haven't banged yet. That's all I want to do. Yeah. And then this was where Becca told the group, Austin and I haven't talked about the hard topics yet. Yeah. Which to me makes me feel like enough has slipped out in conversation for her or them to realize we don't totally align on everything? Because why would you just assume that there's going to be issues? Yeah, but it's it's okay if you don't align on everything. I'm sure they told the experts, like let's say she's not religious and he is extremely religious. I don't think they would match them. I hope not. I, I mean, don't know. The experts, they're a bunch of savages, but... The experts do some crazy things. I think if, let's say, he is religious, but he says, well, my family is, like, I don't really practice. I think that's fine, right? Maybe she said, yeah, if someone's a little bit, I'm good with that. But I don't think there is a huge difference. 
but he just needs to talk about it. He needs to open up. Let's see. I want them to talk about it because I want some drama. Well, I'm glad that Becca is self-aware of the fact that, hey, yeah, things are so great that things can go wrong. Like, usually when we see all these couples on cloud nine, right? They're like, yes, this is amazing. We can last forever. We love <laughs> each other so much. They don't even think about it. And the fact that she's like, things can go wrong and I'm preparing myself for it. We need to have the tough conversations. I think it's good. Yeah. So speaking of Becca and Austin, we see them after the group hangs. They're out on the hammock recapping what they discussed during the group hangs. And here's where Austin said, I downplayed our relationship because I, so I don't want anyone to feel bad. Well, I loved, and I don't know what book Becca got it from, but send me a link because I'd like to read it. She said, by extinguishing your own candle, you don't light somebody else's, which is so true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have to break someone down to build you up. You don't have to put someone else's candle out to extinguish yours and vice versa. And it was very aware. And I agree with it. And that's where... I question how much love Austin really does have for Becca or this relationship because I feel like he was being authentic in that moment where he was at a loss for words or did not want to praise the relationship. I felt like that was a little honest. But they are being touchy-feely in front of the other couple, so it's not like he... He downplayed it maybe with words. But that's my point is whenever he's with Becca... He's acting like this is the best thing that's ever happened. When he's alone, which is when you tend to be a little more honest, he's not being so effusive and over the moon about how happy he is. Mm. I don't know. I just think that's his personality. He's very like jokey, jokey, but at the same time, I don't think he really loves to share. Okay, and maybe I'll give some credit to Becca. Then maybe Becca's making him feel so comfortable that when he is with her, he does feel more free to express himself. And he said it. He's going to say it later. He says, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for someone making me feel safe and comfortable, but I love that she does. Okay. All right. Claire and Cameron are hanging out in the hot tub and they're recapping the hang and Cameron. Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Cameron says he needs to become a better communicator. Yes. I'm glad he acknowledged it and she loves it too. I think for her, an open and honest communication, it's that's all, that's it. Yeah. And the fact that he's like doing it, I think it makes him more attractive to her. True. And they both had this moment here where they both said, my bad, my bad. Like I need to communicate better. And Claire said, I need to take some ownership of not receiving your efforts. Yeah. You clearly have tried to initiate some intimacy and I dismissed it. Mm-hmm. So they both agree, hey, we need to relax. We got to start having some more fun because yes. that seemed to really work for us. Yes. And that was that was a nice moment for them. Although the hot tub was too hot. So they got out. Mm-hmm. And let's see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lauren and Orion had some ice cream in conversation. Yeah. Lauren brought the ice cream. She remembered his favorite flavors. Yeah. So points for, for Lauren. I hope they stop talking about the hot tub. They keep bringing it up. Every time we see them post hot tub argument, they reference the hot tub argument. You, it's either settled or not. And so they're acting like it's settled, but they keep talking about it. So you have to stop talking about it and and move on. Or it's going to continue to be an issue every time you're reminded of it. 
they also always say, oh, we both are givers. We both are givers. I can see her being a giver. Is he a giver? What does he give? Exactly. And I forget who it was. We've watched so many seasons, but someone always talked about, oh, yeah, I always make other people happy. Oh, Chris. Chris and Nicole. I always make other people happy. I never put myself first. Yet he wouldn't do anything she wanted to do. He wouldn't Chris wear a shirt. Chris and Nicole. Remember they had the flamingo shirts or the party shirts? Oh, or, yeah. And he wouldn't wear it. But then he's like, oh, I give myself to everyone. I'm, I'm never happy. I never put myself first. Yeah. Uh, no, survey says that's a lie. And I think maybe that's a similar situation here with Orion. It's like, oh, I'm such a giver. Not from what, I, not from what I've seen. You like to give a hard time to people. Also, I think... People are givers and receivers. You're both. <laughs> You're yeah. both. Like, yeah. I don't think if someone is only the receiver, then it means like you suck. I don't know. My mom's a pretty big giver. She is, but she also loves to receive. <laughs> Imagine like if she just gives us all the love that she does and then we don't even give her a hug or anything. She loves to receive well, I know, but, but some people, that's a spectrum, right? And some people are far to the giving side and other people are far to the receiving okay, side. Who am I? You, I think you are more of a giver. Oh, yeah. I think it changes based on what relationship we're talking about. In our relationship, you you give, give, give. Give, give, give. And And you receive, receive, receive. receive. (laughs) (laughs) You give too. In in work, in business, I feel like that relationship could be different. Other people who may be receivers in a loving relationship and an intimate relationship may be givers at the office, right? So I think... It can change hmm. based on the dynamic, but it's a spectrum for sure. I think Orion may be more towards the middle than he wants to admit. He thinks he's all give. Yeah. I think he's a bit receive Yeah, as well. I think you should be both. Give and receive. Exactly. Yeah. Get the best out of both worlds. All right. Well, I think we should take a quick break. Let's do it before we get on the boat. Or try to. Try to. We'll take a quick break. We'll tell you about our sponsors for this episode and we'll be back in a second and we're back hello jonathan hello Teresa. how are things things are good are you ready to try to get on the boat yeah (laughs) um let's get in the van first let's get in the van that we can do i don't have long hair you do I was confused what happened to Emily's. Was it from the flyboarding that caused these knots? She has extensions. Okay. And I think the extensions, extensions should be made out of real hair. But honestly, I've never had it. But I just don't think that maybe it was the ocean. Like ocean fucks Mm, my hair too a little bit. I don't think it was um, receiving it well. Because it looked fine to me. But underneath, I guess, was all knotty. Yeah, because on top, those are her real hair. Okay. You clip the extension at the bottom of your hair. Teresa, I've seen Darcy and Stacey. Exactly. You can see (laughs) their extensions all the time. So I think that's just, that's just what happened. But what they do, like they don't clip it. They, I think what she did is like the one that they literally melted into your hair. That's why they had to cut it out because they couldn't just take it off. Pain is beauty, am I right? Yes, and she seems to have a very, very thin hair, and that's why she does it. Because, mm. oof, what she, what she looks like now? She looks like she's about to have like two eagles landing in, and <laughs> and and like nasty. putting yeah, putting some eggs down. And Cameron said the same thing. He's like, "Holy shit, do birds live in there?" 
Some some people on this season have been through some emotional trauma. She's definitely the one who's been through the most physical trauma, spraining her wrist. Now, but she's hair. still good about. Like, I feel like her personality is great. She yes. has fun with it. She's like, yeah, I mean, what can I do? And I'm sure it's frustrating because she's like, fuck, it's my hair. Like, I don't want to go bald. Yeah. <laughs> but she's she's a trooper. She still has fun. Yeah. No, she's cool. So okay, Becca goes in. Fixes her hair, takes out the knots or tries to, hooks her up with a couple Princess Leia buns. Yeah, I think she didn't try to fix anything. I think she just, well, I think she just made it look decent. Yeah. So they get to the dock where they're supposed to get on the boat, but it's pouring. So they cannot go sailing. And everyone just takes a power nap. (laughs) Cameron had to move to stretch his legs so he could get comfortable in this power nap moment and Claire gives him shit for it. And I think it was coming from a good place of like, Hey, why are you moving away? Why are you moving away from me? We could cuddle. We could nap. I empathize with Cameron here. Like you do what you got to do to stretch those legs. But he could have done the side stretch. (sighs) Spoken like someone who's five, five. Five, six sometimes. (laughs) It depends who you ask. Exactly. (laughs) But to me, I wouldn't give him shit for that but maybe they just had this nice moment they think they're coming together they think they're on the same page they're getting intimate and then he goes and moves away from her i could see how that could be upsetting but i don't think it was coming from a bad place at all it was like hey no i don't think so either i think he's just very tall like he's so tall that when she does these little videos interviews like (laughs) you only see him up to his neck like you don't see his head because she's short yeah so then renee the cruise director comes by and says Sorry, guys, boat's not going to happen. It's raining. So they all go to grab food instead. Yes. And Becca's brought some games. Yes. I don't know if I like this. I hate being put on the spot. Like yeah. I, I hate it. It's almost like I like being prepared for certain situations. So if this game was about to happen, I would love to be prepared. Like I don't like being put on the spot. Again, especially in a situation where you're being filmed and it's going to be on TV. If this was you and a couple friends sitting around having drinks, who cares? Let it fly. What you say doesn't really matter. But in this circumstance, you want to have the right answer. Yes. uh, I get it. I I just, in general, I don't even think I would like it with friends. I don't like being put on the spot when I'm not prepared. I'm a a preparing type of person. I prepare for life. And that's why you have a list of karaoke songs on your phone. Exactly. If you find yourself in a karaoke situation, you can reference the list and you'll be prepared. Exactly. I shared it with you so you can add to it. (laughs) I appreciated Cameron's response to what's your biggest pet peeve. Yes. You you need a self-check outline. And I'm sorry. I know the robots are taking our jobs, but... I'm with you, Cameron. Well, what is your biggest pet peeve? (laughs) I know what you're going to say. That you don't know how to use the (laughs) term pet peeve. I knew you were going to say that. Wait, so if I, I still don't understand the pet peeve. A pet peeve is what annoys you. Okay, so my pet peeve is what annoys me. Yeah, you always go, you always go, John. Your biggest pet peeve is you leaving your socks out. And I go, no, that's your pet peeve. (laughs) Okay, my pet peeve. My pet peeve. Yes. 
My pet peeve is that you do leave your socks out sometimes. Yeah. Or you do these half socks. Do the half socks. <laughs> I get hot and I roll the windows down. Well, I'm, I'm fine with you doing the half socks, but the, you do the half socks and then you eventually do the full sock off and then you walk away. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's my pet peeve. All right. I'm walking away from this conversation. Okay. Uh, next question was, Becca, what areas of life do you feel most fulfilled? And... She looks at Austin and goes, I feel like romance. I'm very happy. Okay. That's good. That's good. I guess he is romantic behind that's, the closed doors. That's good. Uh, Lauren, who can you be the most vulnerable with? Lauren says, my little sister. Before it was my mom, but my little sister and I have a similar sense of humor. She's 27, like my husband. I always forget that he's 27. He looks more mature. Yeah. Yeah. He does. And he carries himself. In a mature way. Yeah. Uh, Emily, what are you curious about that you haven't explored yet? Love. Love, which is why I'm here. So far, so good. Which is a good answer. Yeah, I was, I, I was thinking that too. I appreciate that answer. And then Lauren asks Orion, what am I teaching you? And he says, you're teaching me how to talk about the future. And through that, I caught feelings. It's an interesting response because... When he talks about the future, it doesn't seem like it includes her. At least not at all. when he's talking about moving east and has not checked in with Lauren about how she feels about that. Yeah. So maybe he does need to learn how to talk about the future and, and hopefully he is learning. But yeah. he needs to put that into practice. He needs to learn a lot. Yeah. And Orion asks Lauren what he's teaching her. And she says, you're teaching me how to give grace and action. You're teaching me patience. How? Orion doesn't have any of that. She just needed to answer something. Yeah, I almost feel like she said what she's trying to teach him, which is like mm. give grace and teach patience because he did not have any of those in, no. in the tough moments. No, he did not. Um, Claire had a nice answer to what's one of life's biggest lessons that you've learned, which is show the people you love that you love them. That's a good one for sure. Yeah, and Cameron says, yeah, I'm guilty of taking people I love for granted. And right then under the table, Claire puts her hand on mm -hmm. Cameron's leg. Beautiful. She's taking advice from the girls. and Beautiful. It's starting to pay off, I think. And Cameron is like so happy. He's like, like you can see like his face lit up. Yeah. yeah. He thought he was about to get a handy. Yeah, he's getting some action down there. Yeah, holy shirts and pants. Um, Cameron brings up his childhood because he was asked what's the hardest part of yourself to accept and he says a lot of my memories don't align with who I am anymore a large part of my life is like watching a movie they don't feel like my memories which is interesting what does he even mean he just doesn't connect to his childhood I think he had a tough childhood he said he was a troublemaker yeah and his parents got divorced and it affected him a lot. And it's almost like maybe he wants to block those memories mm, out. Interesting. Like he doesn't feel like, how could this be my life? Interesting. Well, but that also means that he's in a much better place now. Yeah. 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 And so maybe he doesn't want to go back to those memories. But everyone says like, hey, whatever you went through, we're thankful for because we like you. We yeah. like who you became. And I think people are starting to understand his humor. He does have a different sense of humor. Let's just be honest. He does. He's from a different country. Well. And I think people learn that about him and the fact that he says things that doesn't necessarily, 
he's not trying to offend anyone. He yeah. just says things, right? Yeah. And Clara loved this. The, her being a therapist and hearing him opening up and sharing, she's loving it. Yeah. I think her hand is getting closer to his penis. Hello. <laughs> so then we cut to Emily's private hair appointment. And you tell me, they're like a day or two away from going home. Don't you just go to your hair? Like, you're really rolling the dice. He was, he, so he wasn't doing her a haircut or anything. He was just removing that. It was surgery. It must be, it must be so uncomfortable. Like, it's glued to your head. Like, imagine you cannot really wash your head. You cannot do anything. So I'm glad she had it removed. But it took over an hour and a half, I think. You're rolling the dice with who's doing it. I would just wait till I got home, I think. Oh, I wouldn't because you don't get your hair appointments immediately. True. Like, I need to wait for my lady. I make my hair appointments months in advance because she would always be like, oh, I'm so busy, which I get. Good for her. So the fact that they found this emergency hairstylist mm. who can just take it off and be on TV, I think yeah. that was good. <laughs> okay. So then we get boat outing attempt number two. Sun's out, bun's out. And they finally get on the, on board. The drinks are flowing. It looked like a like the worst Firefest promo ever when they were all <laughs> dancing in slow motion. Well, I hope there was an actual music because we didn't hear the actual True. music. We just heard the Mavs music that wasn't really vibing with their dance moves. It's very strange. So I'm all for like drinking and dancing. And I think if it wasn't in slow-mo, we heard the actual music, I think it would have been much better. <laughs> Yeah. Then what we saw. Yeah, I guess probably the, the sequence of events was maybe out of line too. Like it just seemed like we boarded the boat and then everyone danced. And yeah. Maybe like the drinks were flowing a little bit. Everyone got loose, talked and then danced. It just seemed very awkward. Uh, yeah. But they end up like chatting in these little groups and Cameron has his arm around Claire and she knows about it. And I feel like it, it's good. It's comfy. Yeah, and shout out to Cameron and the sea puns and the sea references. He's like, <laughs> you know, the tides are turning. This, there's a sea change between us. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for that. And you can see they're vibing now. They're having fun and things are moving in a positive direction. Yes. And then Emily says she's thankful for Brennan being okay with all the hair drama, just being there for her, not being like, oh, my gosh, like, what is, like, why do you have extensions? Like, it's just... It's an issue. I feel like there's so many guys, again, that would have a problem with that. And he was just, he was a good sport. But at the same time, he appreciates her being a good sport because of all the issues, because of her hand, because of her hair. And she never yeah. let it stop her from having fun. Yeah, he feels like he's getting a best friend yes. through this process. And Emily's inching her way into the inner circle. Yeah. And I think that is a benefit of maybe holding off on sex is that you're building something more. You're building a friendship. You're building an emotional bond. And the sex will come. The intimacy will come. But the dream is to be married to your best friend, right? Yes. And so I think maybe we're starting to see that come to fruition here, which is really great. And they're yeah. like power couple vibes. But I hope they are not holding off on sex because I think they should just let it happen when it feels right. Not like, okay, I would like to bang you, but we're still building the emotional connection. I think they Well, Emily waited, wanted to bang from night one. Correct. But I think they waited enough. So if they feel like it's, it's a good time to do it, I hope they do it. Yes. Dr. Pepper always says, you guys are married. You guys can make sweet, sweet love. You guys are married. I'm nervous that they will never bang. 
Mm. I'm nervous that they will get it way too far into the friend zone. Okay. I'm not there yet with them. I I have hope. I think he's attracted to her. Personality-wise, so physically. But I think friendship's important to him, so I think he wants that to take priority. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think they'll get there. I think they'll get there. Lauren and Orion are talking with Becca and Austin. And Lauren asks if the comfort is that they're so similar. Did they find comfort through similarity? And Austin does think that. And again, I say, well, you got to have the tough conversations. Maybe you aren't similar. Oh, yeah. What is similar at this point then? Maybe he's afraid of it. Maybe he knows that there will be some. And I think that's that's definitely a possibility and an issue with waiting so long. Is like you just get more scared, more scared. I don't want to ruin what we have by having these tough conversations. Yeah. And you just avoid them. He, they need to. And I think they'll try. But maybe maybe it's him not being comfortable on camera. I mean, who knows? True. Right. Who does want to get into a big disagreement like that? I know. And potentially offend or upset your spouse, but also a lot of people watching maybe. Yeah. But you got to have it. You got to do it. And maybe you don't want to spoil the honeymoon. Let's enjoy mm, the honeymoon and the fun and the beach and the sand and the sun. And then we'll do it right when we get back. But you do need to have these conversations. And I th- they will. They will. Hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> Orion asks, do you have any fears going back to the real world? Austin says, I do not. Positive outlook. Yeah. And Becca says, I'm preparing for the worst, which is good. And I do that too sometimes. Like I'm always ready for any outcomes mm-hmm. because Shit can go down very easily. And I don't even talk about you and me. I'm not talking about life in general. I'm just like my mind is pretty much ready for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone kind of gets back together on the boat. One big happy family. And Cameron says, we got on a plane as a bunch of strangers. Now we're best friends. Best friends and lovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them. Some of them. All right. Here we go. Lauren and Orion always seem to really end the episode strong. Because I think they're going to end end soon. I think they might. I thought this was going to be the episode where they ended. It seems like maybe next episode. I think next episode they're going to have some chat with DP and PC. Maybe just PC. So, okay, everyone gets back to the resort and Lauren and Orion go for dinner. Nice dinner. It's been great. Here's why he is on the shit list, right? Yeah. She gives him a compliment Something about her, like, loving to touch his skin, like, being skin to skin. He's like, oh, yeah. It's like, is that your answer to it? Oh, yeah. They're they're having their champagne, right? The drinks are flowing. That's that's always present in these moments for them. And they're talking about the fun they had in the boat. And Orion's like, I love dancing. Love dancing on the boat. And Lauren said, I love touching. Skin to skin. Love touching you, going skin to skin. And And he says, oh, yeah. (laughs) What is that? Lauren goes, well, now I'm at the point because of this touching that I'm imagining what it would be like being with you sexually. And Orion goes, yeah, what is this? What does this look like? And this is like some wild, like phone sex. Mm-hmm. I, I did not expect to be going here over dinner, but Lauren's like, well, it starts with you giving me fellatio because you're <laughs> such a giver. And I'm leaning in now. And Orion's like, I am a giver. Head to toe. I'd go head to toe. (laughs) Again, did not expect we'd be discussing this. Lauren goes, 
Well, how do you feel about sex toys being involved in the sex? It's like, I have a little collection of five. I don't have a red room, but I do have a collection. And Lauren's like, we could have a red room in the house. And I'm like, I don't even know what a red room is. I don't know. Is it the room you're banging in with uh, all the wild stuff? Yeah, or is it a sex dungeon? I think so. A red room. Yeah. That's not in my algorithm. I'm not getting served red rooms. I don't know what that is. I thought maybe it was a Taylor Swift thing. Red. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then we learn, I think, maybe why Orion has a collection of sex toys is because he hasn't had sex with a human in over a year and a half. Yes. Well, for Lauren, it's been a little less time. Two months. To the day, which I think that part is maybe what really rubbed in the wrong way. If she just said, oh, it's been like two months, I'd be like, all right. She should have said it, it's been a, a few months. I think, like, lie about it. No, you could say two months, but two months to the day? Means, oh, you're thinking about when oh, you. That's a good point. It's on your calendar, circled. You're thinking about it. If you just said, oh, it's been two months, it's been a couple months, all right. But why, how do you know to the day? This is the anniversary of the last time you banged. How do you know that? Well, Orion's uncomfortable. He's oh, yeah. like. The energy changed. Yeah. And she said, he's like, yeah, when the experts told me that I'm getting married, that I felt engaged. And Lauren says, I did too, but this is before. Yeah. and Orion- You can't be mad at her for banging because how many people sign up for maths every year? Thousands. The chance of you being selected is slim. Right. It's what? It's four, five couples. So her, okay, she applied for maths. You don't know if you're going to get that. If, if there is an opportunity and you want to go for it, Go for it. Like, why? Totally. And Orion, it then changes. The conversation is no longer timing or were you engaged or not engaged. Orion goes, well, I don't just hand myself out. So he's call- he's basically slut shaming her in that moment. It turned yeah. from like, oh, you're kind of cheating on me. It's just like, well, I don't just hand myself out. I don't just bang anyone. And so Lauren asks how Orion feels knowing this now and he goes honestly sex is kind of off the table for me now and i think it's gonna go down 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 the hill from here yeah i mean this is two huge disagreements two big arguments back to back where in both circumstances orion judges and sort of shames lauren who is just almost an innocent bystander in these situations well that's why he's on the sting list High up on the stink list. (laughs) Number one on the stink list. Yeah, it's so my way or the highway with him. He can never see somebody else's point of view. Nobody could ever be right if they don't agree with the way Orion thinks or approaches a topic. And that's what's going to destroy them. It would, yeah. I'm over Orion. Oh, yeah. I'm over it. I can't. Three strikes, you're out. No, two strikes, you're done for me. And I yeah. could I could see why Lauren's like this is day six and I'm I'm getting lectured and shamed time and time again I can't imagine a life of this yes and I don't think she'll need to and this is, brings me back to the fact that he is so sensitive so sensitive it's, yeah that's that's yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. We'll see more on the next episode. Uh, that might be the end. 
I think this was the beginning of the end. I think so, too. For them. And let's bring Michael in. Let's find Michael some love. Yeah. He deserves love. And we'll stay at four couples. He's going to be a little behind, but. I know. Does he get a honeymoon? He better. That would be a true honeymoon. Not having to go gallivant and deal with the other couples. Like, focus on you. Make That's it all, what I used to do. Make it all about. I know. And they used to have different honeymoons. Yeah. There's three couples. They would all go to three separate yeah. honeymoons. and. That's the way it should be. They were trying to create lasting relationships back then. They weren't trying to create a TV show. Well, I like the honeymoons together, I'll be honest. I honestly don't like the group really? hangs. Really? I don't I need do. a group hang. I, I do. I want more one-on-one time. Get to I know do. your partner. I, I love the group hangs. Why? I don't know. It's fun. It feels so forced. You're p- pulling questions out of a fishbowl. Eh. Oh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Well, we'll get to that when there's a knock at the door and there's a fishbowl and a <laughs> ball gag. I well, hate that. It's the worst. You hate that, but you like it when it's a group setting? Yeah. Why? Because it's more fun than drinking. Okay. All right. All right. I want to eat the turkey. All right. Let's go eat some turkey. Let's eat some turkey. Happy we Thanksgiving, are, everyone. We are thankful for all you turkeys. Yes, we are. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> hoodie, hoodie. <laughs> If you guys want even more, we're on Patreon and Supercast talking about 90 Day the Other Way. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality, MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. Come on over there. Check it out. We're also on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Follow us there. We post memes, news, updates. Most importantly, you can message with us. Yes, we love chatting on the Instagram, on the Patreon. We love to chat. We love chatting. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. That way, whenever we drop something on the free feed, it comes right to your device. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as that beautiful turkey that's waiting for us. <laughs> I can kind of smell it already. All the dark meat. All right. So smash it like it's as hot as that. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Yes. All right. That is it. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. I've said it all. I've said it all. Too much. It means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.